Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And <laughs> <laughs> I had to try really hard to not say Colin just now. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it's my fault because I screwed up the previous two uh, attempts to intro the show. So we are back to knocking another title off of the list of titles in real future. The anthology that we have. Another notch on the bedpost, as it were. Pretty much, yes. And in this case, it is The Seventh Victim by Robert Sheckley, which was published in 1953. And it was adapted into an Italian film right. where the English title is The Tenth Victim. Or how is it pronounced, James? Uh, La decima vittima. Decima vittima. Mm. Yes. Decima vittima. With, with, with lots of gesturing. <laughs> and uh, Ursula Andress. Yes, from 1965. Right. So that is what we're going to be discussing today. Anybody want to take a crack at the story? And somehow my hair is incredibly greasy today for this podcast. That's racist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, James, you are our specialist on Italian science fiction and movies. Am I now? You You are now. You've been to Italy several more times than the rest of us. That's true. That's true. Okay. So anyhow, what's the story? The common, common thread between these two properties? People have decided... That in order to stop wars and other violent crimes from happening, that uh, they're going to change the structure of our culture and that people that want to be violent can actually sign up to murder people uh, with the following rules. Uh, Everybody takes turns being the hunter and the prey or the victim. Mm -hmm. Uh, You alternate back and forth. Uh, You are assigned a victim and the victim only knows that there is a hunter and you don't know their name. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the hunter can't wear armor. Right. The hunter can't wear armor. The hunted can. Right. Uh, you can't kill people that aren't your victim. Right. And it ends when, when with the death of one or the other or the hunter giving up. Right. 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 But giving up does not. Oh, and that's in the story. So. Yeah. And if that, you. That was in both. Yeah. Because it came out. It came up in the movie, too. And where if you give up, you still have to yeah, take your turn up, as a victim. You still have to be, give your turn and be a victim. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. If you win, if you kill enough people and stay alive long enough, then you get a uh, X large sum of money. Right. And uh, you're exempted from the games from here on out. Right. Right. You get to withdraw from the game. Right. So that's the world building. And then we come to our character whose name is so important. I don't remember it. Nope. Not unnecessary. Stan, <laughs> I think. Could be. Uh, Stan is uh, assigned a victim. Well, that, that, so are we, are we moving to talk about the short story now? Well, it, there's there's still more build up here, right? Okay. Then oh, yeah, because you got the, the you got the male character who's essentially right. Yeah, that's true in both in both. Well, it's it's gender swapped. Stanton Frelane. I'm not. I don't totally agree that. Uh, it is. Yeah. No. No. Not really. But we'll we'll get to that when we talk about the movie. The the main story, the main part of the movie and the story are accurate in that in that respect, right? Because you have the hunter who's a male gets assigned a female uh, victim. And in bo- in bo- in both the the male hunter has problems with having a female victim. Actually, no, it, that it, that is opposite. She's the hunter. She's the hunter. Yeah, in the movie. Oh, I screwed that up. I screwed that up. Okay, but I still You're don't right. agree. Yeah, it's necessarily flipped. But we'll we'll, we'll go oh, back. Okay. To that. okay. So the hunter is assigned somebody of the opposite gender, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, they end up falling in love with their prey, mm-hmm. and then bad things happen. Right. 
It depends on how you define bad, and we'll get back to that at the end of the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, Stanton Frelane, by the way, is the name of the... So Stan, yeah. Yeah. Stan. That's in, fair. In the, in the story. Uh, right. It's interesting because I've read so many other things and seen so many other media mm-hmm. that completely take this premise in a lot of ways. I don't know when The Most Dangerous Game was published, but... It's totally this. Yes. I think um, it predates this. Yeah, I think it does. It's not totally this because it mm. it doesn't have the same science fiction element to it where this is this is what we're doing to give people an outlet for their violent tendencies where in the most dangerous game, it's just a bored right. rich guy who wants to hunt people. Yeah. Right. So th- that is actually scarier and more realistic. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's where you get movies like Surviving the Game, Hard Target. Right. Yeah. Um, the Running Man is is similar to this in a lot of ways, except it's not an outlet for... Everybody in society, it's just, you know, something for them to watch. It's, it's just uh, an evolution of gladiatorial games. Right, it's and, bread and circuses, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or things like The Purge. Yes. Right. Where, where we're perfecting society by allowing the evil to come out and Although, concentrate Although, was doses. this kind of an evolution of... No, I guess not, because they still have gladiatorial games. They're just not... Or are they to the death? I can't remember now in the story, in the written story, if they talked about how they had games... To the death, but like it wasn't enough or right. something. Violent surrogates. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Your different. Passion yeah. violent surrogate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are called video games. <laughs> right. Or things like American Ninja Warrior. Right. No, those aren't violent though. Yeah. 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 So what what did we think of the story? I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. A bit of a trifle. Had yeah. a good twist. Yep. Uh, like, it has a good I, moral. I did like the twist. Yeah. It wasn't oh. over- overtly obvious. <laughs> what's what's the moral, Colin? Uh, don't think with the little man. <laughs> right. Yeah, pretty much. Fell, fell for Although, his victim. So we were talking about this yesterday, right? Me and you, uh, Seth. Mm-hmm. And you had a different outlook on the twist than I did. Well, yeah, what was that? I, I, I was trying to remember. think of this today as well. <laughs> where I was saying like his motivation for not going after her. Right. Oh, he went totally after her. And then he went after her a chivalry, second time. Chivalry. That's what it was. Yeah, I you said were he was talking about chivalry. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I said, well, he's just too chivalrous to go after a woman, you know, right. as a victim. And he's and like, I was telling yeah. you that he just wanted to tap before he double tapped it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he got greedy, basically. Right. Right. Well, although she did play it up, right? Yes. She'd given up hope. Yeah. She knew she was yeah, going to yeah, die. She was totally playing it up. And so right. she, she was a. Uh, an appalling victim, right? You know? but the 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 point of so the point of that was that we were talking about this on the way to work yesterday, mm-hmm. and at 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 no point in reading this did I think that he was being chivalrous. Right. I totally thought he was just taking advantage of her, and he was going as far as he could to I get laid if he could if he can uh, yeah. before he killed her because you know she was gorgeous and all this stuff and. Mm. So you think he, he ultimately would have decided? Yeah, to and, and and he says you know quote unquote love, but more right. lust or whatever because mm. she's gorgeous, right? So he wants to, like I said, tap it before he double taps it. <laughs> so really, what you're saying is that the narration of the story is more from her side rather than his side because otherwise we might have been a part of that where he'd be like, wow, right. she's really good looking. Maybe I, just, I should. I think there was nothing chivalrous about his actions. He was mm. just trying to get as far as he could to because he he's there's part in the story where he says like. There's no fun in this if you're just sitting there waiting to be killed, right? Right. Like he could have shot her from the taxi cab because she's just sitting there, mope, quote unquote, moping. Moping, right? Right. yes. Yeah. Seemingly moping. Um, you know, and he was like, oh, this is no fun. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go make it more fun by you know, interacting her and ma- interacting with her and you know, make, the, make, make the game more dangerous, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of it in terms of her strategy, right? Mm-hmm. 
is she she could be counting on one of two things either men are too chivalrous to just take her out because because yeah. it's a lousy strategy it, it doesn't work right. if you don't get somebody who is on that wavelength right, right? who just shoots you from well the that's camp. why i think the chivalrous angle is way too risky i think the, you think I, it's th- it's easier to ca- count on men's libidinousness yes, completely <laughs> it's easier to count on little man yes Except that she was the one that ends up, okay, are we going full spoiler? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the end, she caps him. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because he's, yeah, so he is actually going to be her seventh victim. No, she's going to be her, wait, what? Say it again. She She is going to be his seventh victim. No, flip it, flip flop it. Here, what, how does Uh it end? Uh, She says, now I can join the tens. Yeah, he was his, he was her tenth victim. Yeah. She would have been his seventh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I think I think it would have played well into the twist if they had actually called this the tenth victim, because the whole time they're talking about his seventh victim, and then yeah, you, know, you gotta kind of think like, wait a minute, so what's the tenth? Mm. And then the twist would be like <laughs> more mind blowing than, than it. yeah, that would have been kind of cool, but you know, whatever. I can't. Nobody can be as awesome as me, so right. No, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So kind of a fun story i mean you know an easy read it's only like 10 pages yes um i'm not sure where you can find it we have it obviously in real future but i didn't look up where else it could be obtained it is online oh really the internet archive has a copy of it okay i'll put a link to it in the show notes so people want to listen to it well i mean read it and then listen to us right Yeah. yeah there's also a radio play adaptation of it that i didn't actually listen to i was going to and i completely forgot about it until we got here right so whatever so it was adapted to film and I'm not sure if this factored in the decision to name it the tenth victim, even though the tenth victim does sort of work with the mm-hmm. with the story the way it ends. But there was a previous movie called The Seventh Victim from 1943, right. which I found an article from was it from Vice or something that said it's a 1940s movie that embraces lesbianism and Satanism. So Whoa. sounds like one to put to the top of the Netflix queue, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's a 1965 Italian film. It is 1960s as heck, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the, the art design and the, the quirky music. I'm oh, not my sure, goodness. I'm yeah. not sure how Italian it is. I kind of wanted to go back and watch it again, not dubbed, but I don't even know if there's a non-dubbed version of it, because there was a mixture of Italian and English being spoken. Right. And, and all, all the uh, all the, the written language, I guess, was all in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the yeah. signs and or, stuff. Or in several languages. Like when he got the oh, yeah. he got the slip true. that had right. it was written in, in Italian, French, and English. Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess, if they were in Rome. So. Yeah. That's fair. The, the movie actually has a kind of a cult following from what I could find. Um, it's in the 80s and on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's not all that many reviews. Um, the 10th uh, cult? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was over 80% fresh. Yeah. And I was surprised after watching the movie to find it that. <laughs> See, I, I wish we, I, I wish it was be. awesome. <laughs> well, that's you know, so. I thought it was right up or cool right until the the last twenty minutes. I was like, really? Got okay. on the boat already, Frodo? Come on. <laughs> that's what Emily was saying. She gave it a solid B, but but it kind of had a, an ending problem. Yeah. Um, but you, so you are not a big fan. No, I mean, I I couldn't get the music. Kind of threw me off. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. uh it, it expands. So we talked about this, right? When you're going from a small story to a movie, mm-hmm. you have to add so much to it to fill out the time. Yes. So sure. I didn't dig the sunset cult. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of silly. The sunsetters. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing about him having a wife and a mistress. I kind of like the gender flip thing because it actually, mm-hmm. I think it echoes the book fairly well that way. Cause the woman is really the, the, the hunter trying to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I thought the acting was horrible. Literally horrible. Um, 
especially for him, right? Because his job is to wear sunglasses and never crack any expression. Right. Yes. There were a couple of times where like the, the English dubbing was very impassioned and you can right. just, just see like, <laughs> like, is the microphone even picking anything up that he's saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess the, the, the gender was right for the intro. <laughs> yes. When she was getting hunted by the Asian dude. Yes. Yeah. So when I, when I said that, I didn't think it was actually gender flipped. Um, it's the movie isn't exactly the same setup, right? Where it doesn't just focus right. on a hunter and then you, you, there's a victim and you don't learn anything about them until the very, very end. Yeah. It sets up essentially two hunters because it shows both of them. I think she was being a victim though, wasn't she? She, she was, was killing her. Yeah. yeah. When she was wearing the aluminum foil. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. With the bad. aluminum foil bikini <laughs> with the boob guns. Maybe it was mylar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, then you know, he blows the guy up with the um, boot bombs. <laughs> there's no place like home boot bombs, <laughs> which was fascinating. Um, no, I, so I I really enjoyed this one. Um, not not that I would not say it's a good movie. It, it's bonkers. The art design is weird. The music, the score is strange. The, you know that whole sunsetters thing. I'm like, right? What are we watching? Here? Yeah. Um, Although I love his interior decorator. <laughs> well, I like too. In the in the sunsetter thing, he's like, you know. The sun is leaving us, but for our friends in LA, it is coming up. I'm like, what time is it setting in Southern Italy? I mean, <laughs> I was thinking we're like, if we weren't coming up yeah. in New York, yeah. maybe, right? <laughs> yeah. So not sure they did the time zone math on that exactly. I'm not sure if they had time zones in the 60s, but. Well, it'd be seven to eight hours. It's feasible. <laughs> and maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bizarre. Um, <clears throat> Depending on time of year, I, I, I like the fact that they just gave zero Fs about about making making the gunplay at all realistic, um, where like most of the time it was just people going right. bang bang at each other, shaking the gun at each other. Yeah, there was some foley, but there was no actual no like pyrotechnics blood, at blood all. Spurts. No, yeah, well, yeah, there was no no squibs yeah. or anything, right? Squibs, which makes it really yeah. hard to tell if you killed somebody. Yeah, <laughs> um, when 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 you shoot people and no blood ever occurs, mm-hmm. it's really right. hard to tell if you hit them or if you were shooting blanks or if they had uh, bulletproof spanks on. So. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the acting to me was very consistent with like spaghetti westerns. Yes, so right. it's like spaghetti sci-fi. <laughs> spaghetti sci-fi. Um, nice. <laughs> the you know when you think about stuff like WWE, yeah, um, you know that's very much like the the pageantry of it. That's that's what the movie got me thinking of because like both of them mm. ended up with corporate sponsors, right? Wanting to get get the final kill for either of them on on film. Yes, and, you know that makes sense to Mean me. Tea. Brandon Sanderson uh, has gone on on record with one of his rules, which is that if magic existed in a society, it would change things across the whole the whole culture would reflect its reflect its presence. Sure, right? Mm. In Western culture, you tend to have it more. Well, there's a guy who's magic rather yeah. than like widespread magic, mm-hmm. but because there were these people killing each other all around the world. It was a, a popular thing. And so to get your Ming Tea sponsorship, <laughs> right. Right. which ends up co- complicating things quite a bit. She had him multiple times and she could have collected her win right there, mm-hmm. but she had to keep him on and you know lure him on right. to try and get him to the Coliseum for the commercial. And Weren't we getting yeah. to the point where one more kill would get her a million dollars? Yeah. And yet she was, <laughs> I mean, a million dollars is a lot of money, especially in the mid sixties. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a lot of money now. If yeah. you have a spare that you don't want anymore, I, I'll take I, it. I don't. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, like she wanted the endorsement money on top of that, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. But getting greedy. Yeah. And then he turns around and gets a one as well. Right. An offer. Yeah. 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 
to put put her on the uh, the bungee seat, you know, <laughs> the trampoline seat. <laughs> I wrote down here: do not volunteer for the uh, the trampoline seat testing squad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was supposed to go swimming and get eaten by a shark. Alligator. Alligator. alligator, alligator, yes, yeah. Alligator. I was expecting that that, that guy was going to get put over into the drink, and the alligator would right. be still in there. <sighs> but, but then they'd have to clean out the pool. It'd be, yeah, that's true. It'd be a logistical nightmare. Touche. Yeah. And then they end up really, well, seeming to fall in love. You know, right. we, we need to be a little more skeptical and cynical like James here. <laughs> uh, and they're trying to, they're trying to escape his wife and mistress who are now both trying to kill them because she, right. they, <laughs> she, he cheated on them both at the same time. Right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, right. He's trying to get an annulment from his wife so that he can run off with his mistress, but he doesn't actually want to marry his mistress. And Right. W- What's her face eventually convinces him to come clean and break it off with her. Yeah. <laughs> Which sends her over the edge. Um, and that contributes to the, the long ending. I liked yeah. the, 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 how there was the computer that was, it was very much like Star Trek original series computer kind oh, of thing where yes. it's like, um, I wrote down nice computer. I mean, right. computer for calculating <laughs> victims and hunters. <laughs> That's very much the way computers <laughs> sounded in the 60s, pretty sure. In the 60s future, anyway. Yes. What did, what did you think of the eyeball yes. in that one scene? <laughs> did you see that? The uh, in, insider's apartment, or his flat. Yeah, he's talking to his, his manager guy yeah. or whatever. And there's no, this was gen- like, that was a mover, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, where he's, he's like, let us keep our TV. Like, let me keep the TV. I'm watching an episode or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on the phone, and in the background on the wall is this gigantic eye. Oh, yeah. Like the size of a human slowly. body. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. So, so yeah. and, and why did he have to give up all of his belongings? Because he was the hunter? Or because of the annulment? Or no, I think, think it's because of the annulment, yeah. Yeah. And she was taking all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's strapped for cash, too, because yeah. she spent all his money already. Yeah. Yes. She wiped him out. Yeah. Yep. I, I thought it was interesting the way she scouted him, um, where she she was kind of going after him and seeing what his routine was like. And then, then I was trying to figure out the first time there's another pair of people shooting at each other, and he immediately goes into action. And I, I thought, well, did she pay them to pretend that they're a... You know, to, uh, to, to get a rise out of him and see if he's hmm. actually uh, playing possum or something. Yeah, I, I thought she only did it with the one dude on the scooter. Yeah, yeah. She de- definitely in definitely that Definitely that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was to throw him off the scent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which kind didn't of. really work. <laughs> oh, I liked uh, when, when he went to the guy at like the shooting range and, you know, ninja training facility. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of Trapjaw from He-Man. Yep. Because he had. <laughs> exactly. He, oh, yeah. 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 Half face and half mm-hmm. arm. <laughs> yep. There wasn't much left of yeah. him. No. The uh, um the training, not the training center, the registration center, I guess. The the hunter center. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of um Brave New World with all their silly sayings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, didn't you write down a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. of them? <laughs> An enemy a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> See, this that reminded me of um oh, what's that movie with with Christian Bale and the gun fu Batman Equilibrium Equilibrium Gun Fu is awesome. But, no. And then there was. Why have birth control when you could have death control? Yes. <laughs> I think you texted that to me. <laughs> well, I'm watching the movie. Kathy's trying to prepare her, her lecture for the next day. And she looks up at the TV like. <laughs> yeah. Gives it the, you know, like, yeah. what? Yeah. He also, I can't remember if you were texting everybody. Like, yes, I was. They put Ursula Andress in, in Andress, not undress. But although that's you know, Ursula Andress for this movie. Yeah. They put her in some pretty uncomfortable clothing. Yep. <laughs> I felt like the movie 
was very topical about studios meddling in film production. Um, like, like, really? like you have movies like, um, like Ant-Man, <laughs> right? Where, where Ant-Man was going to be an Edgar Wright movie. And then, then they're like, no, no, you need to hit these particular beats. And he was like, fine, I'm out. Right. Um, and Solo and Rogue One, there, there were things where they had a, um, they had a director who had a vision for it, but the studio wanted a particular kind of, you know, industrial mm. film, in, industrial mass produced film. And so there was tension over things like that. Um, really. where, where this is, mm. you know, these people know what they're doing with the hunt and yeah. yet, yet their, their people are coming in and saying, no, 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 here's what we need to do. We need, we need to get to the temple of, temple of Artemis yes. and, and right. set up the big, the big dance number and that kind of stuff. And that, so that's what it reminded me of. Oh, that's funny. I think there's a metaphor in there. <laughs> I liked how they kidnapped him at the very end. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was good. So uh, he moved his yurt. Yeah, he's tired, and so they fall asleep in a yurt at the on the beach, and she she gasses him with some chemical. Yep. They pick People up the entire him. yurt and throw it on a flatbed trailer and haul him back into Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good stuff. That was awesome. Yes. <laughs> if the uh, victim will not come to the Temple of Artemis, the Temple of Artemis, Artemis must come to the victim. Yes. I thought it was the Temple of Venus. I thought it was the Colosseum. No, they they went past the Colosseum. Yeah, they did go past the Colosseum. Yeah, it was the Temple of something. I'm pretty sure it was Venus. Temple of Venus. Boom. Whoa. No, it's it's him. I was wrong. Of course you were. <laughs> True enough. James was right. We, we have confirmed it with Wikipedia. Like I said, not everybody can be as awesome as me. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So shall we talk about the ending? Oh my god! We probably should talk about the ending. <laughs> Which ending? Right. Well, the, the ending that's straight out of the the so, book. So, did you not think it should have ended at least one of them dying? Well, let's talk through the ending, and then we'll we can kind of yeah, go okay. from there. Okay. So it, uh, they she, he gets hmm. she kidnaps him, takes him to the temple of Venus. Yes, it's Venus, as I said before. Yes, <laughs> yes, and that, due to the magic of post, every time you say that, it will say Venus. Yes, very explicitly. Venus. Uh, she shoots him and he appears to die except that he loaded the gun with blanks right. and he shoots her back except that she's wearing bulletproof armor, which right. is not legal. Only the victims are allowed to wear armor. So In the store. Pff, yeah, right. there you go. And, and then they that's decide, why that's why it's oh, skin tone. Or I can't kill you. You can't kill me. <clears throat> Let's run away together and fall madly in love. And they got in an airplane. And they and fly a, off into the sunset. Airplane. It's a wedding airplane. <laughs> and as the, as, the, as the stewardess is going up marrying everybody, she comes up to them, and then there's right. this barrel of a gun you're looking down. It's like mm-hmm. and a wedding. <laughs> gunshot, end of, end of movie. Right. Yep. Yes. Ends with a shotgun wedding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, and apparently shoots a bouquet at them. Well, or something. It, it, it immediately goes black. He didn't. Well, we don't know what they shot. Well, the 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 last screen, if you if you watch it, it uh-huh. the the screen fills with with flowers from the inside out. So my 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 read oh, on it, it and Elaine's Elaine watched the end of this one with me because she came home when I had like thirty minutes left, <laughs> and she's just like, "This movie is bonkers." <laughs> you are right, Elaine. Yes. You are so right. <laughs> but, yeah, we 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 thought that it was a hmm. a bouquet gun essentially. Uh, what if they were more like uh, white irises, white lilies? <laughs> Could have been lilies, I suppose. <laughs> Game uh, over. <laughs> I think I think the the Wikipedia article, which was so correct about the Temple of Venus, says the movie ends with the pilot shooting flowers to the two. So I think that's what happened. I think they did end up end up married. So it's a question of do the filmmakers think that marriage is like death? <laughs> because that's what I was trying to figure out. From a certain point of view. Yeah. That's weird because 
Hmm. I, you know, I didn't watch to the very, very end. When I watched it on uh, Voodoo or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, I heard uh, the screen goes blank. Yeah. Goes black. You hear mm-hmm. the gunshot. And I figured that they got killed. Hmm. I didn't figure they got killed. I just figured, well, well, I guess we don't really know what happened. Yeah. I didn't know if, if it, at first I thought, okay, so they're going to get married and then he's immediately going to be killed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I still, I still kind of liked it. I mean, it's it's definitely not a movie that I'm going to rush back out and watch again. Right. <laughs> oh, no, after we talked about it, you're going to do it right tonight while you're cooking. No, I don't think so. I'm not cooking tonight. Oh, <laughs> I'm <okay>. podcasting. <laughs> uh, no, I figured as, as far as as far as sixty sci-fi movies go, I think I feel like it was one of the better ones. <laughs> better than Planet of the Apes? Mm, maybe not better than Planet of the Apes. We haven't watched a lot of actual sixties science fiction. I guess that's true. Better than older science. Better than a boy and his dog? Yes. <laughs> you don't think it's better than definitely the boy? better. You did than not like a boy and his dog. I didn't like the plot of a boy and his dog at all. Yeah, better rollerball. That's nineteen seventy-five. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It yeah. falls in that weird art movie category for me. I think. Yeah, right. yeah, that kind of describes a lot of movies we watch. Though. Yeah, there have been a lot of we, we have not been. Well, uh, hell, Space Odyssey is a weird old weird art it cult is. movie. Yeah, but it's awesome. No, <laughs> it's not. I agree with uh, James. <laughs> I think it's great. It had great potential. I love. I if love you the cut out the breathing, it would be a lot better. Oh, I disagree. I, the, the breathing is a character in the movie. Yeah. What's its purpose? <laughs> to communicate <laughs> boredom. No. no. <laughs> this movie is all about visuals. Okay, so to Colin, make the weak will fall asleep and get bored. <laughs> so this is my theory about about Colin and his enjoyment of films. When it comes, to, especially to adaptations, okay, you are judging things mainly on the story, not on like the film part of it the distinctives of, of the film the sight and the sound and and the directing and the cinematography that kind of stuff you were you were judging it more you were more likely to be turned off by story problems to the exclusion of any of the added art like canonicity yeah canonicity is a big part of it yeah but so so 2001 a space odyssey right, right does not really have a very clear story right um, I don't think it's supposed to have a very clear story based on comments mm-hmm. from Arthur C. Clarke. If you understand this movie, we have not done our job. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, so yeah, like a film that is more art than story, it's just not going to work for you. Probably not. I mean, I could watch a documentary yeah. for those reasons. Sure. <laughs> but uh, no, if I watch a movie and I want to be entertained, mm-hmm. uh, I'm probably not going to you know, observe it from the 50,000 foot level and go, right. well, how did the plotting and pacing work on that? I would be more like in the movie and go like, this is really boring. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exactly sure why mm-hmm. until I think about it later. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I've, I'm, I've been trying to, to kind of step back a little bit in, in movies recently and, and let the filmic things, you know, do their magic on me. Don't ask too many questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, let kind of story gripes go. Right. I mean, there's movies that are very story heavy that where, where like if you have story grabs, the, the movie doesn't work. Right. right. But, um, but there's other ones that are just more, more artsy and mm-hmm. you're like, Ooh, pretty things are happening. I like it. Um, like Annihilation. That was one that I really enjoyed. And what happened? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the whole plot. You're not supposed to know. Yeah. Yeah. So anywho, that was, that was the, you, you may now get up off the couch. Oh, thank you. That was a good nap. <laughs> I liked in the movie that, uh, like, you can just kind of check yourself into the loony bin for for rest. It, it, oh, it was right. like a place for him yeah, to yeah. rest. Yeah. I don't think that was a loony bin. I think that was a house of prostitution. Yeah. Oh, really? That was a bordello. Interesting. Okay. The the pleasure sure. stop, rest yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. whatever it was called. Yeah. So she's like, well, what do you want? And how do you like it? And, exactly. oh, you want it this way? And it's like, okay. 
Yeah. Okay. I somehow I didn't pick up on that. Kind of like imagining it was about chauvin- uh, uh, not chauvinism, uh, chivalry, <laughs> the opposite. Of it. No, no, I was with you for the story. I totally thought that you know he he legitimately fell for her because she was pathetic and mm-hmm. uh, needy, and then you know she was playing that, saying you know this guy is good, and if I don't, I have to win somehow. Mm-hmm. Although the length they went to, you know, at some point, like she shoots him under the under the table at a dinner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, rank him. Um, that's a tough one. I really enjoyed that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin? Story? I'll have to go with story movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Colin said? Yep. Just story. <laughs> uh, I, I will also go story movie, but I did I did enjoy it. I, I thought this was, you know, one one of the good ones, but you know, it's not going to make my top I enjoyed list. the twist in the story, I think. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked the more clever title, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. This is the second sort of Itali- pseudo, well... Italian movie, Italian production that we've watched because the Last Man on Earth was that way as oh, well. Yeah. Yes, but it was all shot in English. Well, it was at least dubbed in English. So the the, the main character was English, right? Right. Vincent Price. Cool. Right. So uh, plan is to pick up another one of these, right? We've got three left. Got he, three. he hasn't chosen yet, has he? Yeah, he did. You did? Story movie. Story movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got twist. The Illustrated Man, Damnation Alley, and. Air Raid. Air Raid. Yeah. Millennium. Millennium. Yeah. Those are the three that we have left. I think we should just keep the Illustrated Man for the end and then, you know, have Phil on to, to do that one. Well, unless he advises sure. us otherwise. Yeah. He might say, no, don't do it this way. Okay. All right. We'll do one of those and yeah. we'll, we'll let you know on social media. All right. Do it. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Pavement Podcast. Shoot us an email, feedback at pavementpodcast.com. We haven't heard from anybody on uh, like through the contact form or email in a while. So, you know, shoot us one of those. We like that. And uh, we'll leave you with a Pavement Pounders 10th victim blessing. May the road rise up to meet you. And remember, (laughs) (laughs) why have birth control when you can have death control? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do it with a straight face. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yes. Noise. (laughs) Yep. Cool. Okay. Bye, everybody. Right. How do we do this? With rubber sheets. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Let's do this. Let's wing this thingy. Let's do it. Bow, bow, bow. We'll go until Colin runs out of notes. Okay. I'm hey, out of notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader. Discuss. Disgusting. Gesturing and, and hitting things in the podcast room uh, since 2014. <laughs> that sounds about right. Right. Discussing adapted science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> At its best, and what you're going to hear now. <laughs> right. uh, no, I can do it. I, I can do it. You're uh, like, and his best, and rollerball. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you shut it. <laughs> I'm not smiling. <laughs>